Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 276 of the No Podcast. We are no no outside food or drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. <laughs> it was no, no outside food or drink. Uh, tonight's news. It's finally done. Question mark. What? What is? New PS5 model unveiled. I prematurely announced this a couple weeks ago. You did it, man. You brought spoilers. Well done. Yep. I was Thank reprimanded you. by Sony for not... Uh, Following along with the NDA that I signed. You announced it, me and, and me and Brand were looking around confused, like, what? This is Spider-Man <laughs> 2 in this thing. What the fuck's happening? Camilla <laughs> uh, is out for a year. What could that be? Who's ready for a new N64? Not me. I'm still happy with my old one. And we have your October PlayStation Extra and Premium Games. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster, Brand McKee. What's up? Brand, thanks for building the news. Brand, as always, thank you for your hard work. And Brand, I, yeah, I just want to point out this seems like it seems like a better effort than usual. This seems like you've really combed the internet and you've found the best of the best. I mean, sometimes Brand, over, we probably should have done this off the air, but sometimes we feel like the effort's just not there. It's dialed in. No, we're Brand, not sure what I, we're going to discuss. I don't agree with this. <laughs> you, do, you do a wonderful job. <laughs> You do every single week, Brant, week in and week out, and I'm getting like some penguin emoji on my side. <laughs> Brant's like, "Where's this coming? Where's this yeah. coming from?" He's dancing on your uh, your weird review of his work. No, his work is always outstanding. I just had to do a, a slight riff there. The news looks great. Brant comes to the internet each and every week looking for the the latest and greatest news, in which you are uh, rabid fans of no podcast want to catch up on video game news, and you come here for, just for that. And Brant is here. To happily provide alongside myself and Brant is none other than our resident lore master and page master. Cesar Concepcion the second. Doing the thing. Cesar, thank you for <laughs> observing uh Gray Tank Top Day. Brant, that will also be marked on your annual review. We're not sure how to go about this. Like American Dad. <laughs> I'm giving you zero for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brent's like, why am I here? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> zero for the day. I did great on the news. Yeah. I didn't know about the great tank tops. <laughs> Let me I, go find one. <laughs> Brent, I didn't know either, man. I just yeah. I like, man. We did, not, we did not color coordinate. <laughs> this is not the official uh, uniform of Warzone. I got like, it's fucking hot in this room. So I was like, I'm not throwing a tank top on. So, so I messed up. We are, uh, of course, we are the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast, but we're all located in the Atlanta vicinity. I've been opening the windows at night, and it gets extra cold. And apparently, uh, the floor that I'm on gets super cold, and I was not expecting it to uh, drop as drastically as it. It was cold last night. It's at 66 now, so that's not too bad, but that's all like natural air conditioning flowing through here. So it's been a tidbit nipply. Are we going to get our legit fall? We got a legit spring. Are we going to get a legit fall, or is it just going to bust straight into winter? I mean, we can hope, right? Did the, um, what's his name? See his shadow? But that's spring, isn't it? The groundhog. What the fuck's happening? The Atlanta groundhog. <laughs> what's what? Six more weeks of spring? Six more weeks of winter? No. Eight more weeks of uh, fall? What were we doing here? You're the lore master. You got to explain what the groundhog sees to I don't us. Even know if Bill Murray sees his shadow. Yeah, there we go. Same fucking day for X amount of years. Oh my god. 
Could y'all do that? Is there a day that you could pick that you could do over and over and over? Uh, I, I do it every day. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> you, it already feels like it. <laughs> I'm seeing. A gray. I don't even. I don't even know what. I, I don't even know what today's date is. I'm gonna I say. Know, I, I don't know what's happening. Cesar, why did you immediately go to like a piss poor day? Like you're already living it over and over. It's it's literally grind. without going into details. I'm already living that life. It's happening. What about a great day? What about a great Groundhog Day? Like a day at Disney World or just a day where you can play games and it's a taco day maybe and you had an omelet for breakfast and that coffee's unlimited. Like, that sounds like something you did today. I, I don't do any of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am, I living, am I in the Groundhog Day? Am I just maybe. It seems like we're always podcasting. I'm like, man, I get to go to bed early tonight. Here, no, I have to podcast tonight. The, pod ha- the podcast is our Groundhog at this point. Sad face. Always a sad face. We ready to get into news? Sure. Is it a sad face for Activision Blizzard and Microsoft? Brant's ready for news. Yes and no, maybe. Brant, give us the nudes from your hot tub. Coming live from the hot tub. No, I saw body painting. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Body painting is the new hot tubs. It's the new hot tubs. We need to get the viewers up. Did we announce that we're over 50 followers? We've hit most of the criteria. We got to get a couple of days of streaming in there. Just to me and Brand that said the only people we announced it to. Thank you to everyone tuning in, watching, followed. Not you that unfollowed. I don't think anybody unfollowed really. I did. I sure as hell did. <laughs> you unfollowed. Cesar's <laughs> <laughs> his own best supporter. I just I'm doing it right now. I'm following and unfollowing. <laughs> Block mute report. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this comes from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Microsoft has officially completed its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The Xbox maker now owns franchises including Call of Duty, Warcraft, and Candy Crush. $68.7 billion was this total. Uh, in completing, and then how much was added on in litigation since then? A couple million minimum? $10 million? In completing the game industries and Microsoft's biggest ever deal, the Xbox maker has taken ownership of major console and PC franchises, including Call of Duty, Warcraft, and Diablo. It has also established a major presence in mobile gaming with the addition of Candy Crush maker King. Other developers joining Xbox Game Studios include Infinity Ward, Raven Software, Sledgehammer, Treyarch. I thought these were all just Call of Duty Studios. Toys for Bob, Beanox, and High Moon Studios. Beanox will give us that new Amazing Spider-Man movie, right? Give us another Spider-Man game. Brent, you were playing those not too long ago, it feels like. You are playing the Spider-Man Wii U games, PS3 games? Beanox, just keep making movie-based no. Spider-Man movie games. Let's go. Beanox titles. What's Beanox made since then? They got folded into Call of Duty support, right? Nah, everybody has. I mean, me and yeah. you are making Call of Duty right now. Sledgehammer, Treyarch. Don't tell anyone, Cesar. <laughs> How dare you? Purchased. Secrets. Uh-oh, thinking inside the box says, yo, yo, guess who got notified? We're guessing you. Fantastic. I did not go into the settings. I did not check to make sure notifications were going out. It I failed, but the notifications worked. That is IT rule of thumb 101. Reboot does it everything. Repeat? Yeah, does it repeat the behavior? <laughs> Reboot everything, re-image. Somebody comes uh, to me with a problem, I'm like, re-image. Fix yes, it. thinking thinking inside <laughs> the box. Thanks for re- re-imaging your phone and your computer <laughs> and getting the notification properly. That's all. That's all we needed. Restall Twitch. Yeah. Uh, as one team, I'm sorry. There's one more. Vinox and High Moon Studios. As one team, we'll learn, innovate, and continue to deliver on our promise. 
to bring the joy and community of gaming to more people, said Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer. We'll do this in a culture that strives to empower everyone to do their best work, where all people are welcome, and is centered on our ongoing commitment of gaming for everyone. This directly counters no podcast ethos, in which we promise to have a culture that does not strive to empower everyone to do their worst work, where no one is welcome, and where we're centered on a lack of commitment of gaming for anyone. I'm like, we're, we're the reverse of whatever that is. I'm glad. Yeah, we're the bizarro. The antithesis. The bizarro Microsoft. Uh, we are intentional about inclusion in everything we do at Xbox, from our team to the products we make and the stories we tell, to the way our players interact and engage as a wider gaming community. Blah, blah, PR speak, blah, blah, developers, blah, blah, Activision Blizzard in the European economic actually, area. You're making this very interesting when you're adding the blah, blahs. I mean, it's it's just these these are the quotes that came out when they first yeah. announced the, yeah, it's just the same stuff. It's just, it's. It's nice that it's finally over and we don't have to worry about more litigations and this, that, and the other. And no more talking about drama it, time. and yeah, bullshit. I was waiting for uh, Richard to pull out the boondocks. It's boring. It's blah, boring. blah. It's boring. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> I just, I, I loved how it, it wrapped up and not even a day later, people are already, oh, is there a new Guitar Hero in the works? Is there a this? And, and so. I mean, the Guitar Hero had some smoke behind it because there was some sort of like internal survey or some other team might have been potentially working on something. Yeah. The only thing we're getting I, is Hexen. That's it. That's the only thing we're getting right now. Bring back Hexen. I've started looking at uh, Skylander stuff again. Would they ever, do you think they'd ever make it run at the oh, God, Toys no, Toys for stop. Life thing again? I don't know. I, I want to play. Stop. My kids are at the right age to start playing some Skylanders. So I think I'm going to uh, bust it out and let them give it a go. Bring out some Disney Infinity out while we're at it. Oh. I never got that one. I never had that one. It was like, it was already over by the time that came out, is how I yeah. felt. I, I still see them sprinkled about it like weird places, like yard sales and shit. Good place to find some figures. They're all over eBay. I don't think any of those ended up being as collectible as people acted like uh, no. Beanie Babies. Still got your Beanie Baby collection? Now, what if they made a Beanie Baby with an NFC in it? You could collect that. You could scan <laughs> it into the game. And you had a Toys for Life Stop Beanie it. Baby game. Beanie Baby. Yeah, you guys were out until I said Beanie Babies. You're like, I might collect those uh, and put them in a little glass uh, thing. Pull, pulled me out further. I'm ready to sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> Donate it all. All the portals, all the scanning things. Now, if it was an NFT of a Beanie Baby. Oh, Brant. <laughs> Beanie Baby NFT. Yeah, that's how we get the new generation. Yeah. It's the it's the Drake meme with the uh, NFCs, NFTs. I'll take I'll take my Beanie Babies in NFC format. NFT format, I apologize. Oh, that's a night. That's a legit nightmare. As I get lit up. And the phone's like way away. Like, what's even happening? Sorry, if they need you, the, they need you the dry tea. <laughs> Is it the furniture? No, it's not. If Thanks it's not for the checking, furniture, Brand. It's not then... the furniture. It's if someone it's who's just here, like reaching back out to me. Why are you? Why are you reaching back out to me? Um, is there anything else in this? There was a big highlight sizzle reel that came out. Um, I think after that they said no Call of Duty and no Diablo. For now, maybe next yeah. year for Game Pass. I will be much more interested in Game Pass with those two titles in it. I won't I won't lie. Some kind of console StarCraft maybe would be awesome. Hey man, we're all back in with World of Warcraft on that bitch. 
I would play WoW on Game Pass. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That would be an immense value. I would give that a go and stream it. Uh, it's something about the CMA. Who is that? The is that the European? Yeah, yeah. UK's Competition and Markets Authority. The deal still depends on oh, a final was decision. It, was it wrong of me thinking the Country Music Awards? <laughs> oh yeah, hosted by Sunday Night Football's finest, Carrie Underwood. I mean, what would they what would they do if it was blocked in Europe? Would you just divide these properties? Would you go for it in every other region outside of Europe? Probably just get a third party publisher to publish your games in. That area, that's it. Yep, we've reached an agreement with Sunsoft to release all future I mean, Call of Duty titles in Europe. They could have done Ubisoft. I mean, they, they're streaming the Activision games on their servers now, so. Yep, and that was part of their, like, oh, God, we don't really, cloud gaming is the big deal. Let's break it up. Let's make sure everybody can do some sort of streaming thing. Wasn't that one of their compromises with that? Yeah, they signed a deal with uh, Ubisoft for that, yeah. And GeForce Now and <laughs> everybody but PlayStation Plus, right? Or PlayStation Now or whatever it is, whatever the streaming thing is. Yeah. I think the only thing they got with PlayStation Now is the some those Bezla games. That's it. Hey, Jim Ryan's gone. Maybe we get some old games now. Maybe. Microsoft's maybe. like, wait a minute. We have some maybe, old games for you. Maybe they'll take that uh puppeteer remaster out of the closet that they've been saving for you. You think that's real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for more puppeteer, man. Wait a minute, somebody's at the front door. We were joking about the chairs. I might I might have new chairs here. Go get the chairs. chairs. Go get them now. Chairs. It's got to be a heavy box. It's two deck chairs. Nope, chairs. no deck chairs. No, they're still traveling. <laughs> Just someone that should have left <laughs> when I came <laughs> down here. <laughs> All right, uh, speaking of Jim Ryan and nobody playing those old games, what are we going to be playing our new games on? Ugh. What is the ugh for? I think this is a good-looking piece of kit. I don't mind it. Mm. I like the removable disk drives too. The, the preservation anyway. in me is the preservation is in me is like, oh yeah, these will be nice down the road to have and be able to swap out. A couple boxes of those lying around. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, we are course. talking about the brand new PS5. They are not calling it a PS5 Slim, no. Even though it is thirty percent <laughs> lighter. Everyone's gonna call uh, it that. It probably costs significantly less to produce, uh, but no, it's actually going up in price, at least for one of these models. Did they call the Xbox 360 remodel? That was the S officially. Did they ever call that the Slim? No, not really. Or was that just like a it's street just... lingo? Everybody knows the Slim is the Series S. Yeah, if I Google we got, Xbox I mean, 360 Slim, it's the S. But we got the PS2 Slim. We got the PS3 Slim. Yeah, we got the PS4 Slim. Those were all marketed as Slim consoles. We got the GameCube but, Slim that just had motion controls tacked <laughs> onto it. Those also came with a usually price cut. Uh, yeah, this does not. Um, but this, of course, is coming. Let's see. PlayStation Blog. Oh, the news! The news is coming from the PlayStation blog. Yeah, the news is coming from PlayStation blog. I was actually looking for the release date, but we'll go over some of these other specs. Like I said, it is thirty percent less um, loud. <laughs> That's not confirmed. <laughs> it is thirty percent reduced quiet. in volume. 
I did Cesar's uh, disc pull trick thing and automatic rewind, and I bitched about it at first because I immediately popped the disc in there. I haven't heard it since. Maybe it's just been playing off the playing off the hard drive, but it's like since then I have yet to hear my PS5. Uh, it is 18% yeah. um, I know. I know you, you lighter. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, it has here's here's some of the quirkiness to it. It has four separate panels. The two top panels are glossy plastic, while the bottom two panels are the matte plastic that we're used to on the current PS5. So that one's matte. The current lid is matte. Yes. Mm-hmm. And not glossy. Yes. So it's going to be scratch it up. Let's go. It's going to be more PS3 lid looking than PS2 slim lid looking or PS2 bat looking. The main difference in this <laughs> uh, system is that the fact that they technically it's it's becoming easier and cheaper for them to ship this because they technically only have one system. They just have. Uh, the model that's already got the disk drive attached to it and one that doesn't, and you can add the disk drive later. The disk drive is a separate attachment that will cost you, uh, at least we'll talk U.S. prices, $79.99 down the road. Oh, talk U.S. prices to me, Brant. The U.S. prices of the two models that we are getting are... With disk drive, <laughs> this is forty nine ninety nine. So the disk drive model is not changing in price, whereas the d- new digital PS five is going to forty four hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, as opposed to it was three ninety nine. So it's getting a, about a fifty dollar increase. Which With also, smaller internals, probably better thermals, that sort yeah. of thing. It is um, significant to note that the initial PS5s shipped with a 800 and was it like 25 gig hard drive internal ter- internal storage, and this mm-hmm. has been upgraded to one terabyte. Um, Does it still have the extra expansion slot that you can add? Yes. Okay, because that storage has gotten like super cheap. I saw one today that was like sixty dollars with the heatsink. I was like, damn. It's excellent. A terabyte, an extra terabyte. Uh, our PS5s also sh- shipped with a stand where you can mount it either horizontal or vertical. The brand new PS5s, um, they want to kind of charge you more again. Um, it comes with the horizontal stand. If you are wanting to stand it up vertically, they have you covered with an extra $30 charge for the brand new base for the vertical stand. So we're used to this with PS5 and PS2. Were there any consoles in between that did that stand thing? PS, PS3 and PS4 didn't do that, right? The PS3 just sat there and you could the, rotate, you rotate the, PS, the PlayStation logo. Slim. The P- Super Slim has a stand. Yeah, the Super, Super Slim, Slim has a stand. Okay. The I want to say the PS4 had a stand as well. But, I mean, I remember standing mine up and not really having any issue. Cesar, your thing is, like, if it doesn't actually grab the disc and keep it sitting, it's best to have it horizontal, right? That's your that's your theory? Yeah, because gravity will fuck your shit up. Yeah, I think that's what I've always gone with on that on that mentality. Because mm-hmm. I, I, use, I use my Super Slim as... 
vertically. So because I mean, you can it, clip it snaps in there, yeah. You snap the disc onto the spindle, like it actually holds the disc. Makes sense, like an old discman, but not a super old discman. They just lay it in there. <laughs> All right, super slim. I think the cool thing about super that slim. is the is the super slim, just the regular slim, the non-slim super slim. Uh, I think the cool thing is the replaceable disk drive. 80 bucks? Man, how many consoles over the years? Like, I I don't know that that's ever happened to me, knock on wood. But working retail, I would see bad disk drives come in. Mm. How great would that be just to pop 80 bucks in there and, and have a, a PS4 and PS5 again? Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, most of the time it's it's like the lasers, which... Freaking lasers. Yeah, it's the freaking lasers um, that wind up being bad and like you said it's i guess with older consoles it's very it can be common depending on the wear and tear right and the games aren't spinning the disc as frequently as they used to be right yeah it's basically just copying so you're not getting a worn out it's not constantly doing a 2x or 16x like old school um ps2 ps1 style saturn was it the Neo Geo CD? Like that first generation one had a super slow, it was like a 1X CD-ROM, and then the next one had 8X or 16X. Like it had a, a much beefier CD-ROM speed. Dreamcast are kind of dicey. I think Saturn lasers are kind of dicey. Yeah. Since then. And uh, the PS1 or the early PS2s that had the laser tray on the plastic that would heat up. But that's been... And the PS1 had the same thing where people had to flip the console upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was kind of odd timing as far as I mean obviously with Spider-Man coming out they did the the whole blitz with the Spider-Man themed uh controllers and and right. plates and everything but they literally a month ago announced those three new plate colors for the existing PS5 yeah. and it's the only to now announce the new PS5 which uh, I believe we'll start seeing sometime this November, uh, which means they will start phasing out the the current PS5. That's kind of weird, but their install base is what, like 60 million at this point? Or is it higher yeah. than that? I mean, so it's, you're selling to 60-something million who maybe two to three years into looking at the same console by the time they start phasing that old one out right so hey we'll spruce it up and make it look different so here's an option for you have they announced plates for this thing the slim no not at all we don't even know we don't even know if all the plates pop off um i really don't like that horizontal stand the little plastic peg leg thing I'm yeah not wild about that like why keep that same form factor but in a slim version of it i i it seemed no weird to me and not make it to where the stand works for both it looks it looks like a bent paper clip with like a little rubber foot on it. Like it's cheap it, looking. I have to I'm see ass- it in the wall and look at it. So. Yeah, I'm assuming that's the one that comes with it. And I I was not a fan of the stand that came with the stock PS5. Right? You can either put it here or you oh, can put no, the screw it's not in this even. compartment. It looks it looks like it's a like a piece of acrylic or something mm-hmm. that just kind of shoves into one of those yeah, it doesn't spaces on the side. And what will it do if you don't have that thing or if you lose that thing or you go to trade in your system at a place and they're asking for the little plastic peg leg? <laughs> Where's your PS5 peg leg? We're going to charge you $10 because you don't have that because the next guy is going to want it or gal. 
Yeah, it just looks like a little acrylic doobob that pops into the side of the machine. Was it important enough, based off the form factor and the success of the first iteration of the console, to keep something looking similar, you think? Because there's nothing that looks like this. Even no. the, the, the launch PS5. There's nothing that looks like that. There's, there's some router people jokes. that hate it, though. Well, there's router jokes online and all this kind of stuff. But oh, that, yeah. as a piece of tech, there's nothing else that looks like that thing. Yeah. And almost akin to, I mean, I've had no problems out of my Series X. But remember that original Xbox One was over-engineered. They did not want Red Ring of Death. They wanted plenty of space. They wanted plenty of fans. Uh, this PS5 is easy to clean. I don't know of an easier console to clean than this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's simple to get in there, and it's it's not it's not a um, right to repair, super friendly. Oh, we could pop in our own expansion storage. I would have never thought. Well, the PS2 came with a slide in that SATA drive in the back. Yeah, but it's it's that onboard storage. You have to worry about the stuff that's soldered to the freaking board. That's true. It's just an interesting form factor to keep when you're reinventing that that style. But it looks it still looks very similar. You just have, it's a smaller version, and you can have a, you have a detachable hard drive. I thought every time we talked about this in my mind, right? I had pictured a, like a USB C external drive. That's literally what I thought of every time. Mm-hmm. Almost in in the in the thinking of like, okay, if something happens to mine. I'll be able to get whatever this thing is that they're talking about and just hook it up to the USB-C on the front, and then I have a working PS5 again almost. But this is a whole nother... It's pretty cool how modular it is. You just pop it in the bottom of the PS5, and you're good to go. I don't they know all... if I guess that's why I got the $50 upgrade, because if they're mm-hmm. going to price the accessory at 80 you can't have... You'd have people buying the, the lower-tiered SKU, right, and then adding the disk drive? For eighty, yeah. you'd, you'd be saving twenty dollars by buying two separate things. Maybe that looks good. Maybe that like a point of sale attachment or something. Spider Man license. Spider Man. <laughs> uh, thinking inside the box says they love to they love to flaunt that Spider Man license. We all were there for the Spider Man font PS3. Yes, <laughs> those were the days. PlayStation Three. I feel like it was not even PS3 until that reboot almost. It was front and center. It was on all the cases and everything. Uh, all right. Is that it? Is that the major things? No, no real tech upgrades, right? Same RAM, same uh, system memory speed, same SSD. Larger yep. hard drive. That's it. Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yep. Larger hard drive. As Susser said. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm looking for anything that jumps out. Wi-Fi 6E. Does the old one have Wi-Fi 6E? No, AX is a uh, Wi-Fi 6. It's not 6. It's not 6E. Yeah, this will have uh, two USB C's on the front. Oh, which, that's nice. Uh, yes and no, considering most controllers, like third-party controllers, and hell, even the uh, Sony, when they the controller they package in with you, it comes with a USB A to USB C. Yeah. So. I'm just thinking there's there's been a couple times that I swapped that port out for something, whether I was trying to charge a controller or I think early in the PS5 firmware days, didn't you have to do the o, the, the OWA updates for controllers o, through the cord? And now it's wireless, like you don't have to do it corded now? That's, yep. If I remember right? That's correct. So that, that was a conflict that would come up. And it, I mean, I don't really have anything else plugged in there, so it wasn't a major deal. But I'm also thinking of people who own the, the PlayStation VR 2. So they're using that dedicated port. 
So maybe they have theirs plugged into that super speed and then they have a free one for controller charging and no longer needing to do controller updates, but maybe just to have that available. It's it's always a good option to have. I don't think a lack of ports is uh is ever a benefit. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, they gave me new USB cables on my iPhone 15, so. Mhm. <laughs> or USB C's, so. You no, think I this one would be easier? No more bitch USB A C bullshit anymore. So. No ma, C to C. Yep, C to C for life. Um, you think this will be easier to get a hold of? You think they'll go there will be a fast run? It seems like PS5s haven't been a uh, uh hot commodity for a minute i mean they're going to be going into the holidays because this i think this is the first holiday season where they are readily available so look to see these bundled by retailers i'm sure gamestop's going to want to put madden and playstation plus alongside it come christmas time when you go to order Ooh, retailer bundles especially when they're anti-consumer what do we got what do we got we just got spider-man this month nothing else for us of the year they still have their they still have their call of duty uh, marketing stuff, right? Play it first on PlayStation. Yeah. But that would be, I mean, I'm I'm expecting retailer bundles. Spider-Man bundle is going to be the big hardware maker one. They'll they'll probably have a Call of Duty bundle like they did last. You year. think so? Like yeah. around Black Friday, maybe they'll yeah. after the Spider-Man sales, they'll announce a Call of Duty thing. I'm sure Makes they won't. Yeah. I mean, they got that exclusive deal for what another two or three games. I think they said. So is it? Uh, watch them pull a bungee, and all of a sudden, there's like three games out by next summer. <laughs> uh, we wanted to be done with this. Yeah, we got a uh, Call of Duty remaster. We've got a uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Don't call it a remake. It's a remaster of sorts, but it's reimagined for new consoles. And then <laughs> we're gonna be done. We're gonna be done with this agreement. <laughs> oh, who knows? Tune in. Find out later. It's a neat looking console, though. I, I've always thought the PS5 was kind of cool looking. There's nothing out there that looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like it's I said, I, I got to see it when it comes out, unique. man. It's hard to tell from pictures, man. I got to see when it comes out. So, uh, Hopefully they put them in the, like a demo box, right? Where they have them on display. Because I mean, a lot of the pictures have shown it next to a controller. So hopefully we can like gauge the size of it I'll, based off that. I will be interested when they do like a YouTube unboxing. Then I can watch it and yeah. see how it looks like. So. Do you have anyone in particular? Not to, I mean, anybody that we'd watch probably has a way larger user base than us. It's not like we're, it's not like we're, we're sending watch, our viewership somewhere else. The only one I watch is probably the one everybody watches, where that just that one guy that op- just opens shit all the time. Uh, like unboxing therapy or something. Unboxing therapy, yeah. Yeah, the guy with I'm the glasses. Sure, I'm sure they'll they'll send it to him first or something. That's usually what it is. Yeah, I remember, I remember they sent him the app, uh, the AirPod. Pros that were in black that never got released, and he opened that shit on Unbox Therapy. He has, uh, he definitely has a shtick. Also, like, is it MK, MBK HD or something? He reviews a lot of tech stuff, but I don't know that they would send him something that's. He would just be reviewing the aesthetics of it. That's all that's different. I mean, the whole the whole point of the show is just open. It's just looking at shit opening it so i mean right, it's usually right. his his stick so what documentations in there all that sort of stuff so somebody's going to do an unboxing I'll, I'll wait till then before i get judgmental on it so see the size yeah. difference i'm not going to buy day one but i mean i mean you got some hours on yours too like mine's probably mm-hmm. still fine but i know you've got some hours on yours this is normally the time i do a refresh yeah that's how i keep my shit going so but and see, we'll see. like, l- let the tech guys dive into the thermals and uh, heat distribution and mm-hmm. how easy it is to clean and where the fan r- fans are and all that sort of stuff. 
yeah, I'll be interested to see that. So, I mean, it ain't like I'm going to buy anything this year, so. And your future proofing for plates. If they do eventually start announcing plates for this thing, then you'll be getting plates for the new one and not uh, when they inevitably stop support for the old one. I found my 360 face plates uh, going through some stuff this past <laughs> week. Mm-hmm. Those were a big deal. They were like pre-order yeah. bonuses and you could all of a sudden you'd have a Gears of War console. I love that kind of stuff. And I like that they're doing it with the PS5. And um, somebody sent uh, influencers Xbox wraps for like Starfield. So it was this thing that like clipped around the Series X yeah. that looked awesome. And I never saw them for sale anywhere and they never announced any other ones. It was just like an influencer thing. Why not do things like that? Except maybe it was an Xbox sweater and they were <laughs> maybe they were overheating or something like an intercooler. Oh, uh, I think inside the box says unbox therapies for people who dress head to toe in Supreme brand clothing and accessories. Well, we happen to enjoy it. And I don't own a single piece of Supreme brand clothing or accessories. No. That's true. Yeah. He knows this. He knows this stuff. And it's like um, I've always been a fan of aesthetics of tech going back to like Apple Johnny Ive stuff. And then we saw Nintendo kind of pivot into that, like the DS Lite had that very Apple-esque, you know, like iPod curves and bright screen and that sort of thing. I've always liked hardware aesthetics and design and stuff like that. And We'll see. Yeah, unboxing is definitely a thing, and he plays it up. Should it take 10 minutes and have no. five ad sponsors? No, but Probably not, that, yeah. that's what you're there. You're there for the theatrics and see <laughs> that, because they're sending it to him for a reason, so... You have to put up with the uh, it's like it's like watching something on QVC. You're not going to get straight to the point of what you want QVC wise. It's going to you're going to get some side posts. And all right, Rich, I just look up. Your, I just looked up your console rats for Microsoft. They got three of them coming out. One oh. comes out in two days, which is the Starfield one. So that and is then, coming. And I saw it like a month yeah. ago. And then uh, November is uh, two are uh, camouflage army based. Colors. One is mineral camo, and the other one's Arctic camo. They both come out November 10th. So those are the three they'll have available. But the first one's Starfield on October 18th. It's 50 bucks. So Xbox, the house of Gears, Forza, and Halo, just had a new Forza game. Has no Forza wrap for it. Like this stuff was always day and date. It was part of this marketing push of everything that you had coming out for this new flagship title. And I guess I guess things are just different now. Arctic camo. At least it's a real thing. It started to feel like a fever dream because I never saw those things anywhere. I just saw saw them in the influencer accounts like, okay, that looks really cool. I don't have Starfield, but it would be nice to look at something besides the black box under there. And I don't have to buy a new special edition console. Just like the faceplates. All the faceplates were cool. All right, Brant. Great tank top time. (laughs) (laughs) One of us. One of us. All right. Somebody tell me about Hideki Kamiya. Kamiya? Um, yeah, it's uh, Hideki Kamiya. Kamiya. From Sawamano uh, Gematsu launches a YouTube channel. He can't work in games for a year, and we're all assuming it's probably, uh, like uh, Sal said, probably a uh, non compete. Non compete clause. That's so weird. For his own they company. Never, they don't do that in <laughs> sports or music, or like, why is that a thing? I don't I mean, think Mikami, you're a brand of action game anywhere else. Yeah, Mikami just got out of his, so I mean, he can make games now too, so. That's just, I guess, the thing they do over there. So, but uh, it just goes. I mean, based off this article right here, he just he's launched his YouTube channel following his plan leave from Platinum Games, and that was uh, what was that, October twelfth, four days ago. Yeah. 
and he messaged, you can bleep out, right? Uh, <laughs> Kamiya asked when the prompt about why he left Platinum Games came up. How should I put it? Hmm, how can I put it? Hmm, there's no way I can put it. You guys understand, right? But I'll say I left the company because I wanted to follow my beliefs as a game creator and to choose the path I think is right and move on. Yeah, so I'm not going to retire yet. I, I, I want to keep creating games. How would anyone have gotten this information? Hasn't he blocked everybody? <laughs> That's why he made the YouTube. Yeah. Oh, look at that screenshot. He's wearing a Clover t-shirt. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so It's like every 10 years this cycle happens, right? Platinum Games has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I mean, he was one of the, you know, founders of it, so. I can't work for a year. What is that like? You're so good at what you do. We won't let you go do it somewhere else. And I don't we're going to make sure. Because he's got to get paid, right? You just can't tell somebody not to work. I don't know if that means like he can't actually work in game development. Or he can't make his own game. Like put his name on something. But I wonder if that doesn't mean <laughs> that he can't like go somewhere and consult. Yeah. Or... You know, just be like, yeah, I'm here to to play test your game, give you feedback, do this, do that. So you know, I, I always took be it as hands off kind of deal. I always took it as he can't come out with he can come out with like a cart racer, right? Yeah. But he can't have an action title called like Playanetta. It's <laughs> you can't do well like Shinji. I feel like they did that with Shinji Mikami, but he had Evil Within. It's like okay, this is literally. Uh, Resident Evil, Evil Within, like it just bridges straight over, and this is, I mean, who, this is the director you know making what you know. Yeah, and then Shin, like I said, Shinji Mikami, what, what was his six months for his non compete? So I mean, he just got he just finished this up. Yeah, so I mean, that's why he was just playing games for the longest. Remember this? I don't, I don't know, man. Japanese laws are weird. You yeah, get caught violating stuff, you pay a lot of money or go to jail. I don't think it's worth it. So. Man, after a year off of doing something, I'm not coming back. Brent, you can't go do what you're doing somewhere else, but you have to take a year off. Or you're not coming back. You're not doing it again. No, I, you're like, no, I'm pretty good. I think, after I think a I'm week happy. off. Yeah, after <laughs> a week off, I was like, hmm. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Career change. Yep, so that's pretty much it. So, I mean, in the Gamatsu article, they linked... Uh, his video on YouTube or his channel on there, which I guess that's what he's doing right now. So, yeah, with some of his characters in the background, I literally mm -hmm. see Bayonetta back there. Mm -hmm. huh. So, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. So, I mean, we got to wait at least a year. I've so. left, so I've left roles that I felt like I excelled at, right? And I still felt like a draw to, man, I could still be doing that. I was pretty good at it, that sort of thing. I cannot imagine leaving a creative thing behind in this capacity. That would be that would be tough and then being told I couldn't do it. Right. Like if I was gone from you guys, I would still be pulling for you guys. But if you're like, Richard, you can't do a video game podcast for a year. Be like, OK, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what the goal was here, but <laughs> good luck, guys. <laughs> you know, it would just be like the, the time and the energy like this is not our jobs. This was his job. And all these franchises and these these babies he created, it would be so weird to just. All right. Yep. And I won't go do something similar, especially when that's in your vein. You know how this stuff works. You know how to create these worlds and build mm -hmm. these characters. And uh, thinking inside the box says evil within was fantastic. Were both of them quality? I feel like they kind of came out in rapid succession. 
I mean, he, I think he did the first one, and then somebody else in the studio did the second one, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody else at Tango, maybe? Yeah. Was that Tango Gameworks? It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, I'm like, I'm stuck on, on, in between uh, Kamiya and Mikami. But, I, yeah, I remember making the analogy. Always heard those were good. Now, a friend of the show, Charles, was a big fan. Fantastic. All right. Let me take a crack at the FPGA. <laughs> Uh, this comes from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Analog's next console will play N64 games in 4K. That is one hell of a lead to put in there. <laughs> Launching in 2024, they say, the Analog 3D will play Nintendo 64 games in 4K resolution. What was that? I believe it when I see it. Yeah, uh, I think maybe it's later on in this article or another one I was reading. They announced the Turbo Graphics thing in like 2020, and that hasn't shipped yet. So it seems like uh, six months out might be a bit much for them. Uh, we'll play 64 games in 4K resolution. It will also support original display modes with reference quality recreations of specific model CRTs and PVMs. <laughs> They're not the same. I'm sorry. It's a recreation. Uh, like Analog's other retro consoles, it says the 3D's N64 support isn't emulation. Rather, it plays games at the hardware level thanks to the fact that it's powered by a field programmable gate array, or FPGA, chip which behaves like the original console. The system will play legacy game cartridges via its cartridge slot. Analog calls it the first and only aftermarket solution, supporting 100% compatibility in every region, USA, Europe, and Japan. I guess PAL consoles never worked, but everyone knows you could take the tabs out of the uh, US NTSC consoles and play imports. That's how I was helping a friend of mine troubleshoot two of his N64s, and I was like, oh, hell, which one's mine? And it was the one that I had needle-nosed the... <laughs> The plastic See, bracket out of the bottom now, of it. Now there's an even easier way. People sell a little 3D printed thing. You open up the the uh, N64, take the top shell off, and there's a thing that has like a couple screws in it. Take that thing off, put the new 3D printed piece in. That's it. You can put any any of the cartridges in there. That's pretty clean. I guess mine's a little rougher, but you never see down into the cartridge slot. So once I pulled those mm-hmm. out, it's just jamming that cartridge. Coming in there like, oh, let me look at that cartridge slot. It's a dirty-ass cartridge slot. But I guess PAL stuff, like, were there any PAL-exclusive N64 games you'd want to play at 50 hertz, most likely? No. I can't think of anything. I'm sure maybe it's in this article. I don't know. Uh, Analog calls it the first and only aftermarket solution, blah, blah, blah. USA, Europe, and Japan. The Analog 3D will feature wireless Bluetooth and 2.4 gigahertz wireless, I guess. Plus, four original-style controller ports. Pricing wasn't announced, but players who are interested in purchasing Analog 3D can register their interest here. Previous Analog consoles retail for between 200 and 250 The N64 originally dubbed... All right, so history of the N64. The console was notable as Nintendo's first proper foray into polygonal graphics, although its Super FX chip had led to a handful of polygonal games on the Super Nintendo. It's also remembered for being one of the first systems to include an analog controller standard for controller ports without the use of a peripheral. I know we use that a ton. That was a great feature. Uh, what's our what's our take on this? What's our, uh, <sighs> our interest know, I, level? I googled your thing. They said there's only four PAL exclusive games. What are they? Just out of curiosity. Probably a, f- a football game of some sort. F1 World Grand Prix 2. F1 okay. Racing Championship. So two F1 games. Year Football 1, which is the Premier Manager 64. And then Taz Express. And then <laughs> Star- there were... Starring the Tasmanian Devil? Yes. 
oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Cesar, go on. <laughs> and then they said there was uh, three PAL and Japan-only games, which was uh, Air Border 64, uh, center, center Court Tennis. tennis and A tennis Ra- game? Yeah, and then Rakuga Kids. You had him at tennis. Oh, tennis game and it's exclusive Taz game in 50 hertz. <laughs> the guys right here is like a F1 games, football manager and tennis game. Don't really think you need them. Airborne, back <laughs> Taz Express, nothing too special. And you might like Rakuga kids, So Okay. So one out of the potential five or six that that was? Somebody goes, Rakuga kids might be worth owning, but perhaps getting the NTSCJ version would be easier for you. Yep. Rip the tabs out of the bottom of your 64. Excellent, Cesar. Thanks for doing the work. I didn't do the work. I just Googled, and I guess somebody had asked, like, is there a reason why I should buy PAL games for my N64? I guess they were, the trying to, they were trying to decide if they wanted to buy a PAL Pikachu console to play them on. I guess that's, that's how this whole conversation started. That checks out. And it would make sense if, like, they got an exclusive... Uh, you know how Japan got the Rumble versions of games, like Wave Race and Mario 64? It would be cool if maybe PAL for some reason had those type titles or or something with an expansion built into it. I don't know, man. That, that center court tennis cover art looks good. Does it? Yeah, oh, kind of. Look like at some it. gameplay. Do we need to play center court tennis? The guy said It'll... it sucked. Look at this. It's got. It says it's got 80, 89, 87 percent. What ratings? Yeah, it's a mass. It's a hidden masterpiece. <laughs> it's, it's made by Hudson Soft. Ooh. I'll download the ROM for the backup of the physical cartridge that I clearly have and only discovered tonight that I owned. And I'll put that on my yeah. uh, playback machine and then we can try to play center court tennis. Is it an official center court is a Wimbledon license. Is that an official Wimbledon license thing that you can tell? I'm trying to look at it. You know, oh, they're playing on grass. Japanese and European uh, co- cover boxes are hundred percent completely different. It's pretty funny. God, I just want to play some tennis games now. I played a tennis game this past week. I'm going to talk about it for a second. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It, uh, it looks oh, Brant's, Brant's looking at the controller. Uh, if it'll it focus. Looks, Do you like looks, the controller? It looks good. I Again, I'm outside of the need for one there of we these go. type things. I think it's cool. Doesn't look bad. The controller looks nice. It looks like the Retro Fighters one that they came out with. or the uh, Yeah, the Retro Fighters one, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, this is certainly for someone. Those consoles are not getting any younger. They got caps in them, that sort of thing. I don't like analog's practice of the FOMO and the false scarcity. I'm not a big fan yeah. of that. I'm more excited by the fact that, because like the Mr. FPGA, that's the big kind of pushing the FPGA community and the core development and all that kind of stuff. I haven't heard too much about N64 development on there. So hmm. if there's something development wise that comes from this i'm much more excited by the potential of that stuff because that pushes everything forward that pushes the mr uh raspberry pies eventually are going to catch up to that we just got a new raspberry pi um model announced i know it's not the same as an fpga but any easier way to play these games and get those cores (laughs) developed it goes across the goes across the platforms oh god the japanese one's called let's smash you too let's smash you too yeah, let's smash two. Oh, <laughs> that's like, like in Europe. They call is that like Smash Court tennis. tennis? Yeah, it's but a Hudson it's, Soft game. Yeah, it's called Let's Smash Two in Japan. Did did Camelot make uh, Mario Tennis for Hudson? Was that not? Am I misremembering mm-hmm. that Camelot made it for Nintendo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
And Where did that Hudson team come from? They did it for from? Sony, like the, in the PS1 era, I think. But after that, they went to Nintendo. Uh, I don't oh, know, man. Like Clap Hands? Mm, yeah, before uh, Clap Hands. I think arcade Sports. Yeah. Oh, this is not God. for me. If it was 200 bucks, I might. it would be nice to play natively on an OLED. But I'm already uh, a retro tink away from probably getting the same thing, right? Yeah. Without that. I mean, you're getting newer hardware. That was one of the things when they announced the Polymega, Cesar and I were talking about. It's like, hey, you're getting a new disk drive for Saturn and Sega CD and TurboGrafx CD and all that sort of stuff. So there's a certain element to be uh, mentioned about having new hardware going forward. Again, I'm not wild about their oh. practices, but the people that get lucky, I think front of the show, Michael is a big fan of their Sega and their Nintendo hardware. I think he was able to get the, what do they call them, the Super NT and the Mega Mega ST or something like that. I mean, yeah. the 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 consoles always look very very nice. They look clean. Yeah. Anybody that has them seems to rant and rave about them. But for the simplicity too, being able to just hey, it's got HDMI out, and, and this you just plug the cartridge in, it just works. And right. And again, all of us are just. A, distribution amp and a capture card away from that and it's yeah. way cheaper than a whole new but but if you don't have one of these and this is your in and you're going to start grabbing cartridges again this is nice to have if you can get yeah. in on the ground floor and order one do they still have the game boys available or did they sell all those out the pockets i think they're still available yeah. i think they're really? still going through some of the pockets but it's I think they I think they've sold through the initial pockets. They did the glow in the dark ones and now they're doing the um what essentially is like the fantastic color yeah. variants. Yeah, think, bring back translucent plastic. I'm sure they're going to do that with this thing too, right? Yeah, the special edition ones are the ones that are limited, I think, for the pockets. Okay. Hey, so maybe they're getting away from the FOMO stuff and the false scarcity. That would be no, good. I, I don't think like that business practice. Yeah, I think at some point they just announced that they'll stop making it. That's usually yeah. what they did with the last couple of months. Like, hey, if you're gonna order, order now. We're gonna, we're gonna stop. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that so much if it weren't for all the consoles that end up on eBay or secondhand or people ordering two to five and stuff like that. It's just like, come on, people that actually want this, they can't get a hold of it. It should be. I, I have the same thing with Limited Run. I think Limited Run does good work on stuff, but. The false scarcity stuff is just nonsense for me. I really like when they do the pre-orders for stuff. Just, hey, if you want it, you've got this month window to, to put your money where your mouth is. And mm. it may come to Best Buy. Now we know. Don't get upset. It may come to Best Buy. It may come to Amazon. It may come to Target. They're gonna. They're a publisher. They're going to put their stuff wherever they can. But I like it when it's not a false scarcity. That, that just drives me up the wall. There's no need for that. Like It's not like you found... A uh, hundred boxes of Earthbounds, and and you're driving up the price of those hundred boxes. You have the license for that. You produce as many as you want. You're a successful company. You're not straggling by either. All right, I really don't like analog. <laughs> I like this product. <laughs> I like this product. If it's readily available and it's like two hundred bucks, a, a brand new N64 would be kind of cool. Uh, Cesar, this isn't the Xbox games with gold and such, but <laughs> it's a much shorter list, isn't it? No, it's not. It's still scrolling. Holy shit. Yeah, this is... Too many games. PlayStation uh, Extra and Premium games that are coming are actually out this month. Like tomorrow, right? 
Yeah, I was about to say there's the seventh. Uh, yep. So by today, tomorrow. Today, as of the posting of this recording. So as you're listening to the show, these games will all of a sudden be available sure. magically due to the power of no podcast. So with your PlayStation Plus uh, extra tier, uh, you're getting Gotham Knights for PS5, Disco Elysium for PS4, PS5. Um, what is that? Dark Pictures House of Ashes. Uh, that's PS4, PS5, Alien Isolation for PS4, Dead Island Definitive Edition PS4, Outlast 2 for PS4, um, Elite Dangerous PS4, uh, Far Changing Tides PS4, PS5, and Gungrave Gore. Uh, that doesn't have PS4, PS5 on it, I'm guessing... It should maybe it's I don't PS5. Know. Who knows? Is what man. I'm guessing. Uh, Eldest Soul, PS4, PS5. Um, Roki, <sighs> PS4, PS5. And now we get to the PlayStation Premium uh, slash Classics. Um, which like, again this is like PSP a, month, right? I think they're all PSP games. <sighs> they've been doing that a lot. It's sometimes it's PSP titles, and then sometimes it's just a couple of PS2 things that were technically ported to PS4. So, and we have our Tekken 6 PS4, PS5, Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny PS4, PS5, Ape Escape Academy PS4, PS5, and IQ Final for PS4, PS5. Um, I could have sworn that. Uh, I guess it didn't have it in this article. I know that. Was it later this month that the. Uh, I want to say the streaming. Here we go. Cloud streaming for PS5, uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, um, started in Europe and or starts in Japan first. Uh, October 17th, and then uh, Europe, October 27th, and North America, October 30th. So it, become, it comes out of beta at the end of this month. I know you said you've been part of the, uh, the beta for the cloud streaming stuff. Uh, we've talked about it in the past where uh, it seems like most of the PS5 titles that you've... Um, gotten through this PlayStation Plus stuff is is streamable. They're also talking about being able to stream uh, I guess the other titles you own. Um, and then of course we've also talked about the fact that you can stream things up to uh, what's this? I mean, like, what's 2160p yeah, 1440p yeah, 1080p, 4K, 720p, some yep. bunch of different options. Oh, give me that 720p stream. So be looking forward to that if you're a PlayStation Plus Premium member. Uh, October 30th, the uh, streaming PS5 streaming will be mm. available for you, as well as uh, we didn't talk about that, but PlayStation Plus Premium also got that added uh, movie stuff. Oh, yeah. 
That is cool. Sony what do they Core. call that? Sony Core. Cool. Sony yeah, Pixel Sony Core. Dude, it's. Um, I can't find the list right in front of me here. I'm looking on the PlayStation blog. I guess they don't have it here, but it's it's a a, okay. a handful of movies. Um, that were on there. Is that where you like? I've seen a bunch of offers for Bravias and things like that recently. If you get a Sony TV, is that what it redeems through? Do they have their own platform? I'm not like that? sure. I've went in, I've went in there, so they have it's kind of like uh they have some Sony movies you can stream and they swap them out every month, but they tend to be older films. Uh, you can buy movies, and it's kind of like the old PlayStation Video Store. You buy movies, but it's stuck in that ecosystem, so it's not like it's movies anywhere or anything like that. So you right. don't get to take those with you to other platforms. So maybe don't use that option if you get free ones or you're utilizing the service. Maybe use those instead. Yeah, because I think the movies when I was in there, like the new Grand Turismo movie, I think it was like $20 to purchase, and I think it was like $8 to rent. So, but it's only in that app, so. And that's built into PS4, PS5, Bravias. I think Sony, so. Does Sony still make tablets? No, I don't think so. You think Mark Cerny has it on the Vio computer? I'm going to say maybe it's in that Vio if you get the Vio. I mean, he probably just broadcasts his uh, Ericsson phone to the TV. <laughs> Cesar, was that PlayStation <laughs> Core, like Q-O-Q-U-O-R-E back in the day? What was that service for like PSP and PS3? Do you remember that, Brant? They would give you like TV shows and stuff randomly. It was like the, when they were doing their multimedia thing. Yeah. Um, there was a show. There was like a PlayStation show oh on there. Gosh. But that was in PlayStation that... Home. No. I can't we remember what the hell that was then, called. Man. That was when online was like really fun and different. Let's see. It says Core, pronounced Core, was a monthly subscription-based interactive online magazine for the PlayStation Network and replaced the jam-packed series of discs offered yep. by PlayStation Underground. I thought so. Available only in North America, the service offered high-definition videos, interviews, and behind-the-scenes footage pertaining to upcoming and recently released PlayStation games. It also offered exclusive access to game demos and betas. The product was demos. available to was available to download in the PS3 from the PlayStation Store, where users were able to choose to purchase an individual episodes or an annual 13-episode subscription. PlayStation Plus subscribers receive core free of charge for the duration of their subscription. Mm -hmm. The magazine was presented by Veronica Belmont and Audrey Cleo and later Jesse Blaze and Tiffany Smith. Core aired its 47th and final episode on April 10th, 2012. It was cool. It was like a digital newsletter. When they described it as an extension of Jam Pack from PlayStation Underground, it's like, yes, that's exactly what it was. But a digital distribution of that. I would love something like that again. Did we talk about Major Nelson leaving Xbox? I know that's not something we... We may have mentioned it in passing, but he was like he was doing that on the Xbox side, right? You yeah. had these like you had these blasts and announcement of demos, and I remember how cool it was like seeing one of those briefings or something like that. And they're like, click the link below to download the demo. I'm like, it's just right there. I could just do it. <laughs> I always thought that stuff was real cool when it was integrated into the messaging or the or the show that you were watching. I think if you did that, you got DLC for certain things like. Uh, tune into this month's core and get a Warhawk skin for like a plane or something. And that was always that was always a neat touch. Uh, thinking inside the box has so much lost media from back then. That's that's the truth. Yeah. And probably no 
physical backup of those. I don't know where you would get. They didn't have like discs or anything. That was such cool shit though. It just, I mean, it, it's. I love that. That is it even a fine line? Something that that is good for the consumer and good for the publishers too. Like fan servicey marketing stuff, like a demo disc. A demo disc is such a great thing for people to get to play a glimpse of that game, and then you're also given a, a small sample of it out and could turn into a sale or could turn into just goodwill for the platform for the consumer for the for the whole platform holder. But I feel like that's a thing of the past that that we miss. <laughs> I got a binder full of uh, demo discs in there, and I collected all the Xbox demo discs at one point. Thinking inside the box, uh, DM me if you were missing any of those Xbox demo discs. I think I have a complete collection of those, so if there's any you're missing. Was that it, though? Was that it that for was news? It. Ran down the titles? Yeah. Yep. The famous titles? Uh, what's leaving Game Pass this month, Cesar? Everything. <laughs> Ape Escape. No! I should have been on Game Pass. I didn't know Ape Escape was in Game Pass. Mm. Phil Spencer said it was the best place to play. When everybody plays, we all win. Oh, boy. All right, let's go into games played. I'll be brief. Uh, two Warzone wins over the past week. One with Young Brant here. A fantastic victory. Crazy win. Which has been immortalized in, vi- in video form forever. No, actually for another year, if you've read the new Xbox uh, messaging <laughs> on the on the clips. But that's only on their service. You can download it after that and be good to go. Uh, Brant and I were doing a canal run on Ashika Island and we're down in the, you know, we're down in the, did we come up that, did we come up that ladder or we went around to we it? Like, to where that we got, we got chased out. We got chased, chased out, out because I somebody was, somebody was on us. I landed on the, when and I then, came back, I landed on the loadout drop. Yeah. And, and then, we wrapped around to that yeah, building. We came, yeah, we came around. So, Cesar, this was a duos run. You know, one of those ropes we go up from the canal that goes into, like, a warehouse? You go up mm-hmm. kind of like two hallways, then there's a, a two-level warehouse, and then it spills out into, like, a garage. So that's where we ended up, like, wrapping around to in the edge. And then we were kind of, like, hiding in the corner <laughs> and ended up in a shootout. Just people coming in nonstop, and I, I must have popped everyone's plates because I <laughs> killed no one. And then Brant mowed them down. So... In one of the bodies that Brant kills, there's a, a redeploy flare. So he grabs that and hustles outside. I'm watching him. I'm like, yo, yeah, Brant, we're going to take him out. And I wasn't looking at how many people were left at that point. But apparently it was us and one other person. Yeah. So Brant shoots the redeploy flare. They see him and they come after him and they kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just floating up to see kind of like where I was going to be able to land and see how many people were there. By the time Brant dies and I'm floating up there, I see it's two teams and two people. And it's like great and they're already shooting at me i'm taking damage they're popping at me from up top and uh where that warehouse kind of spilled out at there's like a you know on ashika island you've got those rocks on one side mm-hmm. so it's like this little rocky peninsula area so i see where he's at it's me versus him i don't have anything i got the basic ass gun that sort of thing brant's gone I'm like damn it so all i want to do is like put the rock in between me and him and then maybe i can shoot get some shots off at him that sort of thing so he's gunning at me the whole time I'm coming down. Maybe he had to reload or something. I don't know how he loses this. But he jumps up on top of the rock, and I'm doing nothing but laying into him. As soon as I land, I'm shooting. And somehow the, the Warzone victory thing pops. It's like, no way. I had no shields. I had no gun. I killed this last person. And it feels like it came after losing firefight after firefight oh, yeah. after firefight. I lost every single we one. Got, 
we got so close a couple matches, but oh. and then to take this one out, I was like, yes. And then was it Friday? Friday afternoon, I guess it had to be. I don't think it was Friday night. Uh, Friday early evening, uh, the PFOS clan got a, a dub. So that was myself, Cesar, Mills, and a uh, friend of the show, Russell. What was our... Was there anything momentous about that? We had a shootout in the in the floating district to start with. And there was a bounty. So I mean, we, we had almost, to... We almost died in the floating district, remember? You we had to escape that, from that. You were the only one that stayed away from it as we all just kept going down there and dying. Yes, so everyone was having a shootout at the floating district, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to land a little bit closer to the zoo, and we'll try to figure it out from there. Bird museum, bird museum. (laughs) Aviary. (laughs) And then, man, it's like we were just, we rode it in. We didn't really have any conflict. Oh, we played the Rataway. We were down there in the the underground area of uh, Vondel. So we were, we defended that several times. There's people Mm -hmm. coming at us in the, the little canals in there. And then when we surfaced, it's just like we were unstoppable. We were just this murder machine. Every house we went through, we were watching every every door, every window. Everything was clinical. We covered all the stairs. Everybody had Vanguard. We're throwing proxes and claymores behind us, covering all of our, our backs and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, called in. I think there was like two teams left. It was us and two other teams. Called in a precision at the very end. It kind of closed in. It's not a graveyard over there. What is that? It's like an outdoor market or something. There's, uh, Brent, you know how you come up in that one underground area underneath the Radaway, and it's like super reddish, orangish, like real bright colors in that yeah. underground. It's almost like a castle. But then right outside of that is like a courtyard and a little market vendor. I always get shot from somebody standing behind the cash register at that market vendor thing. I'm like, how does this happen every time? But, man, we were so freaking clinical, and we – Russell had just got knocked down. Right as we won, but the rest of us were like alive and taking them out. It was so clean. Like in my mind, I never got to play SOCOM online. In my mind, this is exactly what a win in SOCOM was like. As as everybody just did their role, did what they were supposed to do, and and rolled through there. Um, I'll let y'all touch on your Warzone stuff if there was if there was any more stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I plugged in the PS3, right, my slim PS3, and I did this. Was it two years ago? Three years ago? I told you guys March 2020, so that was three years ago. Three and a half years ago. So the last time I, I popped this console in, we had to do the new authentication thing. So that was like going yeah. online and getting the new – yeah. Because I tried to buy something. I saw PayPal was still on there. And I was like, well, this would be a good time to pick up Alundra because it's $5.99. And an actual copy of Alundra is like $100. So that's way cheaper. I'll just get the digital copy of Alundra. But the PayPal thing doesn't work. You have to actually buy a PlayStation card and upload that to your account yep. and then purchase from. Yeah. So that's fine. I remember when they announced that, that it was going to be that was security measures and all that kind of stuff because the store's still there. And it's not nearly as bad as I remember. I got through my downloads <laughs> fairly easily. Maybe I'll have more likes. It's, it's still, yeah, it's still kind of. It's still pretty jank trying to have, trying to search for mine, things. Mine is like, you, it has not crashed as much as it used to. Yeah, it doesn't crash yeah. like it used to. Yeah, but it used to crash. I think it, it used to just freeze all the now. fucking time, and I had to go back in there and research what I was looking for, and it used to piss me off. The the easier way to Richard is just to go to your login online and just add the funds to your wallet, and then that that's it. It'll it'll show from up the, in the PS3. From the PC? Yeah. Okay. It'll show up in the uh, wallet on your PS3. Super easy because I need to get I scrolled through the classics. I have almost every single PS1 classic that's available in that store 
they were so cheap and they played so well. It's like, God, give us that crap. Give us yeah. that stuff again, please. I have so many of those. I don't have a Lundra. All the Fatal Frames are on there. You can have all three Fatal mm-hmm. Frame games for PS2 for 30 bucks. Dang. How much are they, how much is a physical copy of any of the Fatal Frames <sighs> on PS3 or PS2? You're going to pay out the ass. Right yeah. there, man. Ten bucks a pop. I didn't realize those mm. were on there. I'm probably gonna have to dip back in there and grab those. Um, but the main the main reason uh, I did have a system update, so it had a stability system software <laughs> update, and I'm not running custom firmware or anything on it, so I just I let it do its update. I forgot with the PS3 when you pop a disc in, it literally has to install. You have a mandatory period of sitting there watching it, and then it's of watching this meter go. And then also in the back of my head, my PS3 is hooked up to a plasma. So I'm like, how long do I want this bar to be just sitting up here with this progress bar on the screen? This is not good. Let me switch it to something else. Um, I wanted to play. I, I've gotten a couple games recently. One of you monsters got me, got all of us kicked off on a PS3 kick. So like I bought Ridge Racer 7. Brand, it could have been you. It could have been Cesar. When you hang out with Cesar, Cesar is one of the worst uh, spending influences ever. That's not he, true. Oh, oh, but it is. Oh, That's but not. it is. Uh, many, many purchases over the years. Cesar would, Buddy say, squad. would say to the, <laughs> to the contrary. Buddy squad. Uh, Buddy squad. squad. But I've been craving some good tennis. I know we were joking about that that tennis game earlier. Uh, the last Virtua Tennis was Virtua Tennis 4. So I've seen that one highly regarded. And I love, love, love Virtua Tennis for a Dreamcast. It's just like a comfort game. It's You can pop it in anytime. It still looks gorgeous. Plays impeccably it's like the sign of a it's everything you want in a perfect game ease of access easy to learn hard to master is that the term like tetris you get what the tetris rules are but when they start flying at you you really got to figure things out you know mm. um it wasn't as good very similar you could tell it's virtual tennis it's very virtual tennis to its core but some weird uh i was given the option to install it to ps3 so it had a it had a little boot thing to start with but then i was given the option and you could see it as you go through and pick out your character, like there's there's almost like a progress bar, and then the character pops in. <laughs> hmm. I was like, man, I was not expecting this. And they didn't, in my mind's eye, they didn't look any better than uh, the Dreamcast ones. But you're pulling from a Blu-ray. It's uh, it's higher quality. I think that's a 720p native game, and it's also a 3D game. So it's one of those, and it uses Move. So it's one of those that they threw everything at at the at the end of that generation. But I played one match. I won. Uh, it was like a three-game match, best of three, and I won that. But uh, there was a bunch of different camera angles you can switch between. I would want to dive into it some more, uh, but it's not. It's not immediately replacing the OG Virtua Tennis. Um, what else did I mess around with? I want to play Ico and Shadow of the Colossus collection because they gave that to us digitally years and years ago, and both of those are sitting. They're downloaded on that PS3 already. Um, I missed the cross media bar. It's such a great interface. I had some music on there that I hadn't listened to. And, and it's almost like a time capsule when you pop an old system in like that, that has a hard disk and just seeing progress of where you were and what games you were playing and what soundtracks you ripped to it, that sort of thing. Uh, I've got the laser disc copies of star Wars that are like the untouched, you know, no special editions. I've got uh widescreen copies of those on that PS3. It's very specific uh, for that time period of my life, I guess. Um, that's it. That's all I mess with on that. Controller, having to hook a controller back up and, and get yeah. it charged up. Yeah. DualShock still feels like a good controller. I 
I don't think there's been a bad PlayStation controller, has there? The six no, axis. No, six axis. No, I was gonna say six axis was kind of meh. But they fixed that so fast, it almost seems like a non. It's like the analog controller in the uh, PS1 oh. that didn't have rumble before the DualShock. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we, almost, it, we almost had the boomerang controller for. It almost have the boomerang. PS3. I think with uh, that uh, that wing USB adapter, I just I just use my PS5 controller on my PS3 now. I'm satisfied with that. I should do something like that because I think you can even plug in a PS4 controller and keep it hardwired and and do that. Um, controller something with controllers. Oh, the PS1 controller, the one before the analog sticks, like the Super Nintendo style one, basically. Russell and I mm-hmm. love using that one for games that utilize it. Oh, we played some more Final Fantasy IX. Uh, Russell and I got into a super story heavy part. We played maybe two battles in like two and a half hours. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. The story's fantastic. Uh, the whole party is at Lindblom castle. So they've met Sid. He's turned into an oglop and we met Freya, the dragoon character from Bermesia. kind of like a, they call it, Zidane called her rat face, but it was like an affectionate, like they know each other from the past. Um, but she's like a dragoon character, so you'll send her up to do the jump move, and then she'll eventually come back down and do more damage that way. But it's right before the festival of the hunt. The festival of the hunt, if y'all remember that part of, uh, Brent, you said you said you never played nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they get to a part in the story, and there's like a it's like a mini game almost where there are battles, and they just unleash beasts in this town that you're in, and you have to, depending on which character wins, like they get a they get an attribute, they get a gill, they get gill or a card for the card game, something like that. Um, but the music's really good. Russell and I really wanted to do more battles because it's it's two player turn based game. So one person gets two characters they assign the actions for, and the other person gets the other two characters. And there's a lot of strategy between us discussing like, okay, do you want me to heal this round? Are you going to use magic? Uh, this person's about to go into trance. Do you want to try to combine your magic with the trance? It's just there's a lot more to it than just sitting there playing RPG. Brent, you and your son would absolutely freaking love this two-player concept of this of this turn-based game it's fantastic but like i said it's a very story heavy bit a lot of like exploring they want you to go to the different districts in Lindblom. when you get there there's an industrial district there's a theater district which is where zidane the main character his theater troupe is from so they want you to go check out some of these there's little story bits here and there um and it's told very well, but we man, we're itching to battle. Like you don't hear that about turn-based games now. It's always like turn off random encounters. Like no, we want we want to fight some enemies. Let's see what we can, we'll see what we can get into and level up some. Uh, but we're, we're we saved right before the festival of the hunt, so we'll be doing that probably within the next week or so. It was last last Wednesday we put in about three hours, and it was bliss, man. This is what we used to do twenty years ago, so it's fun to be able to do that again. But uh, those are my games played. Warzone. Call of Duty Warzone on Xbox Series X, Virtual Tennis 4 for PS3, and Final Fantasy 9 for PS1 via a PlayStation 2 and component, which is fantastic uh, quality. You guys have gotten good at re- rehashing what games you went over, so I want to do the same. It's usually just Warzone, so when I have something to actually add, I want to <laughs> put something else out there. I played more than just Warzone. All right, nothing for me. Kick it over the Brant. Dang. We covered your Warzone dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got something in today. Oh, um, games, games obtained. Games acquired. Games uh, this acquired. is, this is uh, accessories acquired. Uh, Cesar went over this last week. 
Oh, nice. This is the one Nitro deck. Us. One of us. What is it, Brand? Uh, the Nitro deck. Nitro deck. What do and you think? It's it's beautiful. It's perfect. I do agree. If the if the grips didn't go straight down, if it kind of came out, because the way that the the grips are, it's kind of like a traditional. A lot of the grips for the switch, where it's just right under where the Joy Cons would be, and it fits in your hand really well. But if it kind of came out to the side and yeah. actually gave you something to hang on to while you have to move your hand down here, because that's what's crazy stick, is it, it adds stick so placement. much. It adds so much heft and and grip in other places outside of right there. You're right. It fixes everything else, right? It, it does. Flimsy it, it, filling console. It fixes so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the stick placement isn't a deal breaker for me on. You get used the, to it. It takes getting used to. But yeah, it's uh, I just kind of fooled around with it. I I played um some old school stuff, booted up Game Boy and uh, Game Boy Advance, messed with that D pad. The D pad's really nice on the Switch Online service. Yeah. <sighs> Um, put in the uh, Mario uh, 3D Superstars and played around some of those to to use some of that two stick action just to get a feel for it. Yeah. Um, I need Golden to Sun think. to come back to that thing, and I'll be dipping into that Switch Online. Should be Where pretty soon, man. Should be yeah. pretty soon. I think we'll get. I think that'll be one of their end of the year pushes. Is that they're gonna. Because they're going to want to have news out there, and they're going to pad that service right before all those new switches are in households and people trying to sign up for the subscription. That's, I think, Golden Sun is is one of the last games, if not the last game that showing has, off. Yeah, that hasn't been put on there. It's that one they in showed in that. Yeah, that highlight reel. Ten eighty snowboarding, right? That's right. Because yeah, I, I looked at that too. I looked at uh, the N sixty four games, and it was Excite Bike. Was the last thing on there that they added for that? So. I saw to was it today or yesterday? Um, Yasunori Mitsuda of Chrono Trigger fame did the soundtrack for the first Mario Party for '64. Did y'all know that? No, I guess not. Damn! Somebody uh, put a clip of I can't remember where I saw it. I can't give them credit, but um, uh, Mitsuda of Chrono. Chrono Trigger fame, the one that uh, almost killed... Was this the one that almost killed him? Was doing Chrono Trigger's music? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, the very first uh, Mario Party soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, there it is. The same year as Xenogears and a year before Chrono Cross and Bomberman 64. <laughs> Freaking Mario Party. Dang. That's a deep cut. And I was like, what? All right, go on, Brant. Sorry for the sidebar. Uh, and then other than that, like I said, that just came in today, so I'm, I'm kind of messing around with it. Um, aside from that, I think I had two hours in Silent Hill last week. I did not get to finish it. Um, like I Silent Hill had, Ghost, right? Yes. The, I, I did not get to finish it like I hoped, but I did uh, put in uh, some significant time. I got my playtime up to about five hours so i put you know around three hours back uh back into it yeah um i had 
Last week I had just talked to uh, Mary and met Mary. She's following me around. So, you know, I have to walk around with her. Uh, she's following me. We find that um, that little girl running around who I learned her name is Laura. She runs away. I have to chase her. She winds up running into this hospital. Uh, <laughs> I'm see, in there. I'll wait out here. I see you cringing. Yeah, be careful, uh, be careful in there. Don't touch any needles. I'm going to wait out here for you. Uh, you walk into a hospital, which is, you know, always um, fun. Uh, and then you meet the brand new uh, enemies, these, uh, what do they call it, the bubble-headed nurse or something? Bubble-headed nurse? I don't think we got that far, Susser, in our playthrough. Uh, the nurses are very aggressive. Um, they they just start, like, aw- awkwardly walking towards you um, pretty quickly, and they've got the middle pipes, and they'll start swinging at you. Um, you make your way through, uh, several, several levels of this hospital, uh, until you, uh, wind up getting to the top. You do a little exploring around the top. Uh, and then there's like a nope. cutscene nope. where you get pushed off by Pyramid Head cause he's nope. a jerk. Um, I didn't think he was a good guy. Um, you wind back up on one of the lower floors, do some more exploring, do some more puzzles. Um, you eventually find Laura again and you try to convince her to go with her, with you because she says she knows, uh, Mary, who is your dead wife that you're looking for. Uh, she then proceeds to trick you and lock you in a room. With a brand new enemy, which is a boss fight. These weird things that hang from the uh, the ceiling. Uh, Are those the things from the first the, Silent Hill that would come through the fog at you? No, these they call, they call these the flesh lips or something like that. They're they're weird. Oh, go on. Little things, uh, and they hang from the ceiling. They're like in these big old black bags, and I, I don't know. It's it's weird. There's and there's Grisly. two of them. You're locked in this small little room, and there's two of them hanging from the ceiling, and you have to uh, take at least one of them out quickly uh, because a third one will drop down from the ceiling, and if you're not quick with it, you'll have to deal with all three at once. Uh, kind of like the that, Galmas from uh, Ocarina of Time. Knock them out um, quick, or you're gonna be. It's gonna be hell to pay. Oh yeah. Uh, after that, um, you are back in the hospital, walking around. Um, you wind up. Um, eventually, getting to a point where you're down a narrow hallway, and you wind up having to run away from Pyramid Head as he's chasing you down this hallway. With that big cleaver thing again? Yep. As he's, he's poking at you. Uh, uh, but you with the eventually... Cleaver, with the cleaver still? Please please elaborate. Yes, yes. I saw uh, what he did that nurse thing. You eventually um, get, uh, get separated uh, from... Uh, gosh, what's her name? 
Laura, the girl? No, you're still looking for Laura. Um, Maria, I think it was. You eventually get separated from her or uh, something bad winds up happening to her. Um, spoilers. Spoilers. We don't. I, I'm not. I'm trying to be a little vague. Um, but That's eventually, fine. you wind yourself. You find yourself outside of the hospital. Except now, um, you're not greeted with the dense fog. You're greeted with uh, pitch black. It is now dark. That's worse. Outside, and now those nurses are freaking everywhere outside. So, <laughs> what do you do? Do you just can you just <laughs> run past them? You can, but there's a lot of them, so you might have to gun a few down. Um, Damn. The good thing was in the hospital, you you find a shotgun, which the shotgun does a lot more damage. Um, I'm picking up, I found like a couple boxes of rifle ammo, so I'm guessing there's a rifle somewhere. Is this um, the Resident Evil of Silent Hills? No, it's not. Ammo, it's not that not bad. Super scarce. It's not that bad. It gets worse when you get towards the end of the game when you get to the. Final boss battles, you got to be more. About to say the the inventory management. Yeah, I was about to say the guide that I'm using. It's you know it does recommend conserving ammo when you can. So it's warning you. Um, but that's where I'm at now. I'm I'm running around the streets looking for my uh, next destination. Um, just can't remember exactly where. I think I have to go back to the to the park, and there was another destination that I have to check out. But that's that's where I'm at now in the pitch black, running back around the oh, outside. I might be out at that point. Maybe like, nope. <laughs> I think I got there early on, and I was like, "So sorry, you play. I'm I'm still experiencing the game. I'm very much enjoying this, mm-hmm. and I'll chat with people. We had a good we had a good of people in that Twitch chat. So I was like, I'll I'll talk to the community, and I'll be right here with you, and you play." <laughs> You play the game. That was scary. There, there, there is a lot of tense moments and a lot so of like, oh insane. shit, oh shit. You know, the last time I played it was like in 2002 or 2003. It's been a long yeah. time. So. I was enjoying that playthrough. It was fun, man. It was just fucking scary. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's your turn. I'm like, no, you're doing a great job. I'll just keep chatting with people. <laughs> Someone has to run the chat. I mean, I, you'd rather play, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. No, I don't want that controller back. <laughs> <laughs> Those things were like sliding out from underneath the cars. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> you walk past those cars during oh. the beginning. They just and they like yeah they wiggle out from under the cars. There was a good clip, man. I don't know if you watched us playing that part, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> oh, it was fun. That's when I realized like we we could probably do this, and with all of us, it'd be it'd be even better. Oh man. But that's uh <laughs> that's that's all for me. All right, we got a big week ahead of us. We got Spider. I know you guys are gonna get Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man dose. Spider Man. There's a new Sonic. There's a new Mario. I might be waiting on Sonic. I kind of wish there was a demo, or if there was some way we could all stream it together. I think that'd be a really fun couch co-op stream. I don't know if we can line that up or not, but that would be a lot of fun. I think. Uh, Super Mario is a day one. That's gonna be. My kids are excited about that through their their channels. They've seen the commercials for it. Dad, are we getting the Mario Wonder? Yes. Yes. It's it's on the way. Don't worry about that. What a big week. I guess, is this the last we got Call of Duty next month? But, yeah. I mean, we'll get a Warzone update. That didn't really touch us too much, I think. I think it'll be sales after that. It'll be uh, 
some good deals on games, hopefully. All right, you guys got anything else you want to add? Nope. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.